0: Hello and thank you for listening to 60 Minutes With and I'm not saying an episode number because we've got so many episodes recorded at the moment I have got no idea where this is going to come out in the timeline. However I am still Dave and I'm still Tom and yes. this oh sorry did I sorry I was I didn't know you're going to do more then mate. I was just going to say just about but okay <laughs> just fine. <laughs> sorry it's Again, we're new to this podcasting game. Anybody yes. listening <laughs> yeah. for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> it's only been it's only been eight years now. Uh, yeah, this is another remastered interview show. And for those of you that may not know, this is from when me and Tom used to do a podcast called Eighties Pitch House. And we talked we talked to many people, didn't we? Interviewed many people from the nineteen eighties.
1: Oh, loads and loads and loads.
0: Yeah, so we thought it'd be good to get them out in a sixty minutes with feed so more people can listen to them and their uh, They're not lost forever. They're still out there in the ether somewhere. And we thought everything going on at the moment would be a good interview show to release for people to listen to. And we thought people could do with a laugh. And uh, let's release the one that we did with Trevor and Simon. Now, I'm sure, Tom, let's begin with this. I'm sure there's people listening in the UK. I think the majority of people in the UK of certain age will go, oh, great, Trevor and Simon. But I'm pretty sure people like in America and into Europe and worldwide that listen to us will be going... Who's Trevor and Simon? <laughs> but they they were big deal over here, especially in the 80s, weren't they? Oh, yeah, when you're at the, like the peak of Going Live
1: and all of those sort of shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were everywhere and immensely
0: popular. Oh, yeah, huge. A British comedy duo. Now, myself and Tina met them at Wales Comic Con a few years ago, and I think I'm right in saying that you've met them as well, haven't you, Tom?
1: no but you got me a signed photo from my ah, birthday
0: that is, uh, was it the next best thing until um i'm i'm at a convention that they are yeah and again they were they were how you would want them to be you know what i mean they were just like like they were on television they were so chirpy and funny friendly approachable uh and in the time that me and tina I had a chat with them you know at the comic con they just had us in stitches so many times they were brilliant and you can tell that they've worked together for a long time as well because the way they were bouncing off each other you know it was just they knew almost in advance like oh okay not what they each were going to say it wasn't like a script or anything like that but they were so familiar with each other and comfortable with each other it was it was brilliant and we were the same when we did the show with them weren't we i think we spent like more time trying to mute ourselves laughing <laughs> yeah it's
1: it must be the, must be the funniest interview show we've done,
0: yeah it was easily yeah, it was a really, really good one, so we thought, yeah, let's release that and uh, try and give people some more laughs, so should we shut up now, Tom, because I know these interview shows they wanna to listen to the people that were interviewing and not us, don't they,
1: yeah, they've got to hear us again a little bit first, so yeah, let's
0: just yeah go back however many years it was, and oh, you know what, ah, uh, this I'm not with it at all because normally. You can tell that I'm clicking in the background, desperately trying to
1: find out. While you're clicking, I'm going to guess at some point in 2015. I'm going to say May or June 2015. That is an absolute guess. Okay, so... So Your convention would have been later in the year, and I feel it was a bit later than the ones we've done recently, like the the 2013, 2014, because I'm sure it was a bit later in our series of In Conversation. with. So I'm saying May, so it's not in convention season,
0: 2015. Well, it was for the Eighties Picture House. It was episode one hundred and eighteen. Yeah, man. I think I think if I remember rightly, we did a hundred and seventy-eight episodes of Eighties Picture House. Yeah. Ooh. Right. So this is riveting podcasting, and normally more. I mean,
1: I've, I've filled as much as I can. <laughs> no, <laughs> my, my, I'm ready for my guest to be absolutely <laughs> awful, but, like, nowhere close. Nowhere close. Okay.
0: Uh, well, here we go. I have mean, right decade, I guess. But Well, yeah, I would like to think so. So, episode 118 of Hates Pitch House was released the 29th of March,
1: oh. 2015. Oh, man, I was <laughs> only a month out. Son <laughs> of a bitch, how about that? Well.
0: Wow. And on that high note, we'll do a virtual high five to each other and bugger off. Hello hey there he
2: is. hello oh we're gosh. all here
3: well it's a bit disturbing that there's a picture of uh, david and a picture of trev but just a kind of an odd symbol
2: we just talked about that
3: <laughs> what is he what are you
1: i do exist but okay the photo I, of pixels. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I have a feeling now that you're like i'm going to reference my first 80s film that you're like the kind of uh, helper in Tobe uh, Hooper's funhouse who when they rip, rip off his horror mask is even more horrible underneath
2: <laughs> oh that's nice I hope this interview is going <laughs> to go well
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've referenced it and also I don't even know if it's 80s but there we go
0: Okay, we're joined by Trev and Simon. How are you doing, guys? Hello. Very oh, well, thank you. All nice good, to be yeah. here. We're here to talk about a new project you've got going on Kickstarter, aren't we? Yes. What can what can you tell the world about it? Come on, let's get this thing promoted. Go on, Trev, you start off.
2: Me? Okay. Well, it's called Strangeness in Space, and it's an audio sci-fi comedy uh, drama. Is <laughs> Drama's maybe a grand yeah, word. it's
3: not much drama. Eh? <laughs> A bit of drama. There is sort drama. Of drama yeah. More comedy.
2: Sci-fi comedy, and it's uh, it's starring and written by myself and Simon, and Sophie Aldred is in there as well. Sophie Aldred from. She's ace. He's ace. She's ace. She's <laughs> ace, and was ace, and always will be ace. <laughs> um, so yeah, and uh, basically, me and Simon play uh, um, a couple of eighties. This is vaguely set in the future, you see, very vaguely. We haven't sort of specified when. Um, but uh, Trev and Simon play, that's us, play a couple of 80s I'm inspired. playing
3: the Simon part. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. I'm playing the Trev part. Um, yeah, so we're playing a couple of 80s-inspired uh, synth-pop duo called Pink Custard who um, accidentally get blasted into space with Sophie, who's the manager of a space centre gift shop. And uh, they end up on this, this rocket which kind of goes launching into space. And they end up orbiting the planet Mirth. Um, uh, where the ships, the, base ships, the space is broken down and then they just have adventures exploring the planet Earth, meeting uh, aliens and stuff like that
3: Being a bit buffany, I was reading in the paper today about dark matter and how dark matter which can't be seen they actually think contains a symmetrical universe and so I think that's what we're doing we're going into a symmetrical universe it's kind of like ours but not like ours to hilarious comedy effect
2: Yes, yes <laughs> It's um, it's basically just full of dark jokes. I don't know about dark matter, but you know, it's um, it's yeah, it's, it's really looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be great. Cause we ha- we haven't worked with Sophie Aldred since w- about a million years ago when we we met in Manchester, so that's going to be good fun.
3: And we also are hoping, and we're kind of working on it now. We're going to have all sorts of kind of special guests doing stuff as well. Which, <coughs> excuse me. Oh gosh. I'm um, sorry. I'm coughing away. Which is um, although I must say now, because rumours have been put out there, and I don't know, I think this started many years ago when we were on Saturday morning TV, Eddie Murphy is not in it. No. <laughs> if people think Eddie Murphy is going to be in it, they'll be disappointed.
2: Yeah, and you couldn't get Mikhail Gorbachev either. In, Nor uh,
3: Mikhail Gorbachev, no. no. that was That's a kind of joke between me and Trevin, that whenever um, our boss on Saturday morning TV had asked us who we wanted as a guest, We'd always ask him to get Eddie Murphy or Mikhail Gorbachev. <laughs> Never got oh, either.
2: Shit, so it's a joke, really, isn't
3: it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, okay. It's um, no, no.
2: It was a reference. I, it's insecure. a good
0: it's, hey, and it's a good eighties reference. It's a, yeah, it is. <laughs> How did this project get started? Then, what was like the the beginnings of it?
3: Um, well, well, again, you explain. Uh, oh, hello! We're both talking at the same time.
2: I've stopped. I just said you oh. explain.
3: <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, uh, we it's perfect for the eighties picture house. We met in the eighties in Manchester, Manchester University, and last year I went along to a thirtieth anniversary reunion, and it was the uh, day after the reunion. we very hungover and sitting having a breakfast with Sophie and with Claire, who is our producer. And Claire just said, "Why don't you know? We all used to sub sort of work together at university and do stuff. Why don't we think of something to do now?" And we thought that sounded like a great idea, Um, and we decided we should merge the best of both, really, Uh, Soviet sci-fi credentials with our hopefully comedic credentials, uh, and come up with something to do, and the end result is this, Strangeness in Space.
0: And the Kickstarter's doing well, I mean, I'm just looking now, you've got time of recording, there's 29 days to go, and you're almost halfway as well already. Yes, that's good, isn't
3: it? Just over 6,500, excellent.
2: It's very exciting. That means we've got some more thank yous to do. We keep going, obviously going and thanking everybody individually, and uh, and I keep forgetting to go in. <laughs> and thank all people all at once. So it's very oh, nice actually, space, yeah, right? I like the
3: way you say uh, to go in, making it sound like there's actually some place that we go to to go in and write the thank yous.
2: Well, we do. We have to sort of crawl inside the computer.
3: Inside the space rocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, and we've got got—I mean—we've got loads of different perks as well, so if anyone who wants to come along and take a look, just find us either in uh, Kickstarter or on our uh, webpage, Strangeness in Space, and have a look if any of the perks uh, fancy, you know, take your fancy. Um, some of them, if there's uh,
2: any left, some of them have actually run out, haven't they, which is quite exciting. Well,
3: because some of them we had to put limits on. We put one on that I didn't think anyone would go for. Cause we're not we're not really trained musicians and we did offer to personally write a song for someone and when I say we offered I put that on as a perk without telling Trev. Trev has to write <laughs> all the music and we've already had two takers on that so Trev's got to come up with two original pop songs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I have you say that but also um, uh, the last thing I did I, I got my daughter to help me with so she's gonna have to help me I think. Uh, yes, oh, I by the way you.
3: if you want to see Trev's other band in action um, try and find us on YouTube. We have a page on YouTube called The Real Trev and Simon, and uh, I just put up uh, a clip of Trev doing down in the Tube Station of Midnight the other day at the uh, Ramsgate Music Hall. Well
0: worth a look. All Thanks. right, then. I'll put a link up to that in the podcast notes on the website. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you. Brilliant. Oh. As of course I will do to the kickstarter and you know to everybody that's listening to this all the links will be up online. Uh and there's some great things you can get for pledging isn't it? I was looking I oh, you know I'm torn between the t-shirt and the and the signed um the signed picture so I don't know. I think maybe a you
3: t-shirt. You, oh, the, do, good, the good <laughs> thing about the t-shirt is as well as having the t-shirt you can wear it. Whereas the signed picture is more difficult to wear. It
2: is. (laughs) If you've got a safety pin, you'll probably be all right. But then I can't guarantee them being weatherproof. So they might go a bit soggy.
3: And also, if you don't have a safety pin, buy the badges and use the badges as safety pins.
2: That's true, because there's four, so you could actually pin the photograph to your, whatever you're wearing with a pin in each corner, a badge in each corner. That and you work. could
3: do that on the back of the T-shirt, and then you've got like an image on both sides. <laughs> it
0: sounds like you've covered all bases with these pledges. Things. Well, <laughs> They've been to be well honest, thought out. That, <laughs> that was as thought out as this instant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and Simon as well, I've just noticed uh, on Twitter, what's this, uh, Neighbours 1981?
3: Okay. Yes, I, I just, and I travel like this, I just thought at the last minute that if we're going to end up talking about 80s films, we must discuss Neighbours, because I think it's one of the neglected 1980s films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie and Don't Direct. tell me you've not
2: heard of it. What? Have you heard of it? Uh, Who, me? No, you've heard of it. <laughs> I was going to say, because Kylie and Jason were really influential on in our careers. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Jack, you've let me down. What?
3: seriously, seriously, David and Tom have you heard of it?
0: Of a film called Neighbours, I've heard heard of the TV show, I've got to say I haven't heard of the film there's a film film called Neighbours
3: made in 1981 where the neighbours in question are John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd and uh, basically uh, Dan Aykroyd turns up as the neighbour from hell and Mm. makes John Belushi's life hell (coughs) Uh, and uh, what they did was they completely cast against type so you've got John Belushi playing the kind of normal suburban guy and then you've got Dan Aykroyd with dyed blonde hair coming in as this wild force that destroys their lives. And it's a fantastic film.
2: It is really very good. In fact weirdly I was talking to my daughter about it because I think there's a new film out at the moment, isn't there? There's a comedy with some of the kind of young guys in it, which is about neighbours. And I've forgotten what it's called. It's,
0: called. it's called neighbours.
2: Well there you go. There you go. That one yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to put, put that on my to-watch list Yeah, there. I've yeah. never
1: heard of that. and It's, it's, a,
3: it's along be... there with, um, with all the kind of great John Landis ones like Into the Night as well.
0: What about Trev and Simon the movie? Why hasn't that happened?
2: Uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know why. I, it's
0: how great.
3: can we answer that?
0: <laughs>
3: I'll tell you, look, if, if, if Strangeness in Space works out, we'll then do a, uh, a crowdfunded film
2: what we really wanted to do in fact we had an idea reason because we've always wanted to do a, a film or something we've always had little ideas on the go right in the early days we had an idea about i can't remember why or how it happened but it was about some racehorse that, that dies and then hollowing it out and putting a motorbike inside <laughs> the horse's skin and then doing motorbike jumps over the horse jumps it's very odd anyway um, and yeah winning
3: the grand national that was a good idea
2: that was a good idea and I think it probably involved holding a door open with a fried egg, as most of our ideas do as well. But, um, uh, there, recently, though, we did come up with an idea of Trev and Simon rob a bank, which is kind of like a documentary kind of reality show.
3: More <laughs> of a reality show.
2: Did you say more of a reality
3: yeah, show? Yeah, de- desperate times call for desperate measures.
2: Yeah, it is. <laughs> Basically, we, we go um, uh, over to Belgium because it's because it's not far from where I live, <laughs> on the edge of Kent. And uh, we rob a bank um, dressed as the, the Swing Your Pants guys at the Singing Corner, because um, we thought that would be a good disguise in Belgium. But <laughs> enough, our um, characters have been ripped off by a yogurt company, and uh, there's adverts all over the place with our characters. <laughs> so suddenly we're on the run. From the belgian police and i think weren't the mafia involved it well? was some kind of a,
3: yeah 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 there's always the mafia involved yeah anybody who robs a bank in any film always ends up stealing the mafia's money exactly
2: <laughs> that was it yeah we, we, we end up stealing the mafia's money it's, it's i think it would be a good european <laughs> romp
0: <laughs> i'm so glad there'd be pants swinging in it as well though you can't miss that <laughs> no
2: no of course well we can't really let go of that one
0: you can't. Uh, how, many, how many times do you get asked that when you're out and
2: about, about swinging pants?
3: Uh, it depends. on uh, If it's a Saturday, 17 times. On a Sunday, 14.
2: <laughs> Tuesday tends to be twice. And, yeah, that, a Thursday sometimes none.
3: That's true, yeah. I've never been
0: asked on a Thursday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you'll, you'll have to let us know if ever you do. We can break that as new.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, yeah, it's a serious answer we do still get it said and the duvets thing as well people will suddenly come up very excitedly and say oh, don't do duvets and I go good I have
3: mean, to admit Trev after I have to admit I'm a little disappointed what? my answer was serious
2: I <laughs> know but I don't keep the spreadsheet like you do so I couldn't answer it
0: so, World of Strange was always a favourite of mine I've got to say I like
2: them, thank you very much, they they were quite, I have to confess, I've been to see um, very, very early um, Vic and Bob um, at the, um, oh what was the place, I can't remember, the Albany Empire in Deptford, and they were doing their live show before they ended up doing a TV show with Jonathan Ross, although he was there at the time, so it was a kind of a a pre-TV kind of uh, live pilot thing, and I I thought they were fantastic, and our comedy was fairly surreal anyway. I think, to be honest, they slightly pushed pushed us further into try out some, some surreal stuff on TV, and that's shortly after the World of the Strange came along. So sort of have to credit them for a bit of influence, I
3: think. I'm a little confused, Trevor. You're saying you nicked the World of the Strange... You never told me this before. You nicked the World of the Strange idea of Vic and Bob. <laughs> no,
2: I'm saying we, we, we were inspired by their even more surreal line of humour, and I think uh, that kind of... it was. I found it quite liberating, so... Yeah, so all that stuff about plum tomatoes and things like that—I think you know—can't help but hear Vic and Bob in the background there.
3: Uh, interestingly, I think it's, it's we've come back to strangeness. It's weird that we did the world of the strange, and now we're doing this strangeness in space thing. Which, incidentally, a few people keep on going like, "Oh, I'm looking forward to strangers in space."
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing strangers.
3: There's no strangers. That's too sinister. <laughs> I mean, we may bump into some strangers, but you know, it's not. Str- Please. Please don't confuse it for strangers in space.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Apart from then, um, Eddie Murphy and Mikhail Gorbachev. Have you got like a wish list of guests that you would like on this?
3: Well, we have, but we won't even begin to tell you. Oh, we just can't. It's too risky. It is. Um, it, they're, they're, we've we've been kind of thinking of all sorts of people, and they're all people who we would love to work with, and hopefully. Uh, For the audience listening as well, they will be very excited. Um, The nearest I will go to giving any kind of clues is to say that um, Sophie comes from the world of science fiction and Doctor Who, and we come from a world of comedy, and either way, all of our guests are going to be in a kind of culty way connected to either comedy or sci-fi. That doesn't give much away, does it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was quite, I can't, I won't give anything away, but it was quite exciting yesterday. This this isn't going to happen, I'm afraid. But I was talking to someone who was in L.A., <laughs> which was really bizarre. They were there in L.A. working, and um, they almost went for it, but didn't. But that's oh,
3: it is a shame. But it, it was nice that they were working at
2: Luton Airport. <laughs> <laughs> to make it sound exciting
3: sorry. <laughs> are you saying Luton airport isn't
2: <laughs> sorry to all Luton airport fans
3: <laughs> anyway so lorraine chase is not doing it no uh, there's there's a reference but i don't even know if that's 80s that's 70s, no,
2: that's that's 70s all, yeah it could even be 60s but yeah <laughs> and
0: they've got this going to be these are going to have as well um illustrations and graphics because you've already got some great ones up that you know are on the Kickstarter site already and you're going to carry on with more illustrations and graphics as the series goes on
3: well yeah we've got um Lee Sullivan doing the artwork for us and he's done some fantastic stuff and we certainly plan to have more done it's it's maybe a kind of dream of mine but I would love if things go well I would love as well as some points to even attempt to they call them graphic novels these days you can call it a comic if you like but i would like <laughs> something like that
0: yeah so this once the kickstarter is once it's not f once it's funded and you've got this first episode and then is it it's the stretch goals then isn't it to get more episodes funded is that right yes yeah so this will will this be like an ongoing thing so we can keep get more and more oh, episodes oh i see what you mean yeah no
2: definitely that's the plan i mean obviously okay. now it's just you know it, it's Days, but it, we want it to be something that grows and builds, and the characters in it as well. We'd like to see them them grow and build. It just, it, it, yeah, it's it's a it's something with a long term uh, view uh, involved. That's for sure.
3: With what we've tried to do with the episode ideas so far, because we've got kind of ideas knocking around, and um, we've tried to make them. And this was a, this was a difficult thing to figure out whether we should have like a serial aspect to it, where you listen to them in order, or more of a series thing where they're standalone. And although there will be a kind of broad arc, we're going to try and make them fairly standalone episodes so you can listen to them in any order. Um, we, I mean, we, when we were first thinking of them, the first few were kind of ideas that set the world up, really, and we've moved on a bit from then, so we still don't quite know, you know what order different ideas will go in. But uh, in theory, we'd like to get enough money to make a few. And then once the Kickstarter campaign's finished should uh, should we want to do more we'll just try to do them through our own website
2: it's funny actually because we've got three episodes apart from the ones we're developing at the moment but um they're just backstories so there's a whole kind of another <laughs> world to introduce there at some point whether we do that in flashback or whether it just um maybe it'll never never see the light of day i don't know the story well
3: I, I was thinking about that and i think actually they're a really nice kind of potential extra perks a kind of you know like uh sort of deleted scenes kind of approach to things maybe some bonus stuff that can come out later down the line in some
2: wormhole you can go and look at <laughs>
0: Tom well while, while we've got Trevor and Simon, Trevor and Simon on the line if you've got anything you want to ask him about this
1: oh put me on the spot yeah of course I do <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think you've covered everything, Dave. This is is why I don't really talk much during the interviews.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's good to know you're there. (laughs) I would
3: still love to see what you look like.
1: I have tried uh, while we were talking. I've tried to update it a couple of times, and
3: Skype Uh is not
1: playing. It's not playing. Maybe I will just send a file or an
3: image to the group. (laughs) 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 I have have one of those sneaky kind of catfish feelings going on.
1: Right, well, I'm just going to be the um, newest
3: one. Oh. Hold, on. Hold be a, on. Be
0: afraid, that's all I'm saying. Just be afraid.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a good 80s film. Be afraid, be very afraid. That's yes. there's my favourites. Uh, no, the film wasn't called that. but I think. Be afraid, on. yeah, it was
2: good. Good film, that. Hmm? Be afraid.
3: Not The Fly, The Fly. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, The
2: Fly, yeah.
3: Trev, what's your favourite 80s film?
2: Yeah, The Fly. You said it. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Think, oh, that's a difficult
3: one. I think Trev's favourite film is the, is uh, 16 Candles. I've
2: never seen it. <laughs> 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 um, I, to me, if it's a serious answer, oh, I can't. Is it 80s? I think it's probably like The Deer Hunter, I think. Oh, that, that's that,
3: oh too late, too early. 79. That's 70s, isn't it? Uh, do you know, uh, Trev, I think I no one we would collectively pick would be Scarface.
2: Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favourite film of the 80s. Do
3: you like the way that I just took over asking questions?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not
1: gonna. Say. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right,
1: that's what I look like, anyhow. Eh?
3: Oh, what? it in it's my still
1: graphic. I'm a graphic? Oh, I'm on one of a right. There's three people in the phone, I'm on one of a right.
3: I don't understand. Do I have to update it or
1: that? something?
0: I don't know. I can't see anything at oh. this end either. I've
1: just, I've just put it in a message thing. Oh, in the message box. I I've got to find that. Ooh. Oh, Ooh.
0: okay. This is very difficult. Yeah. I'll have
3: to check later.
0: Yes, you'll have to message us later and with.
3: Do you have no, Wait a minute. I've got your website up. Do you not have pictures of you on that?
1: Nothing recent. Oh. <laughs> well, if, <laughs> well, if you look at that and add. A bigger beard that's <laughs>
3: <laughs> and
0: remove the hat remove the small cowboy hat i was, I, hat. was
3: um, I was very pleased to see that uh i know i don't think it was um either of you two but the you had someone uh reviewing uh what i know as bloody bird oh which, which one's this then well it's now called stage fright which is a problem oh, oh yeah yes but bloody bird was a much better translated title
0: that does cover it better.
3: It's more, it explains, yeah.
0: explains it more, doesn't it? Wait, I have I
3: made the Bloody Bird kind of influenced one of our ideas for... Um... Oh, I found pictures of you. Where? Sorry. <laughs> I've gone to About Us, and wow, Tom, what a hat.
2: <laughs> oh, that one, yeah, yeah. This is on the website, isn't it?
3: That doesn't even look like you... It, it sort of doesn't look like you're wearing the hat. It looks like the hat is maybe on some stand, and you've slipped <laughs> it in underneath it. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, blue we have because like Bloody Bird, which co- or Stage Fight has the uh, killer with the big owl head, and I don't know if that was at the back of Trev's mind, but we thought up some creatures for strangeness in space called the Featherheads, and they're aliens who have a uh, sort of pigeon-like heads.
0: <laughs> Where are you going to record this as well? I haven't asked that. In ah,
3: space. in space. It's, oh,
0: it's. <laughs> Well, sorry sorry did i say
3: in space i meant in that space we're going to try and find a space somewhere <laughs> trev do you have a better answer
2: probably, it's probably not a better one no not, not <laughs> <nah. But>, um, <laughs> uh, it's probably be at, um you know agent claire's house because she's got a very nice house that uh, where a lot of stuff's been recorded before mm-hmm. so um She's, yes we'll go there it's, very, it's all very comfortable and she,
3: has yes. a, she has a sound uh, studio in the basement
2: Yes,
3: yeah. it's also a kitchen <laughs>
2: yeah
3: <laughs>
0: when when can uh, everybody expect to listen to episode one then because <laughs> obviously after listening to this they're going to be waiting for it so
2: when's episode september one? i think we're aiming for aren't we simon
0: yes yeah Hopefully
2: the
3: first one, be, we'll, we'll, we'll record them over the summer. Chris, actually, who's recording it for us and doing the sound, who's fantastic, also does, just as I think of it. Because I think the thing is, because we'll have different people involved, we'll have to record some of it in different areas. But I think as well, um, he he's quite proper. So we will actually be going into sound studios as well. I've just realised that if we say we're recording it in someone's kitchen, people will think, oh, I'm not going to give to that.
2: <laughs> I know, I know, but it's, it's really
3: really good kitchen <laughs> <laughs> have a listen if anyone is wondering at all um just what the production values of this will be like i would recommend they go and listen to what claire and chris did uh, last time around with minister of chance which is a, a free to download audio drama um, <laughs> that's available you just have to look at the minister of chance website but we're hoping to follow in the footsteps and the production values of that fantastic
2: series. Yeah, I was staggered when I heard it. It is incredible, sort of sound-wise. So, yeah, I have no worries. There. No one else should have any worries it's going to be anything but top quality.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I know that. I'm just... Oh, decisions? I think T-shirt... Although now you've, you've sort of persuaded me to, to staple a signed picture onto my chest, so I don't know.
3: <laughs> the badges, seriously, I, I mean, I think the badges are fantastic. Trev designs the badges, and he does such a good job with them, and they're really nice. And, they, you know, I don't know, I like the badges. Yeah. But they're, I... those, they're those small badges, which are better than big ones. They're not like those big ones you get on front of birthday cards to say, I am four. <laughs> the, you know, the smaller, cooler badges.
2: Yeah. No. They're button badges, I think they call them, don't they?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you didn't have to mention buttons, Trev.
2: Oh, sorry, sam has got a button phobia. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, it's, no, honestly, it's, it's true. true. Yeah. It was even when we were asked to go on, um, I think before it was a TV series, we were asked to go on Room 101, and wasn't that one of your... Um...
3: Yeah, we were on the radio version of Room 101 that uh, was hosted by Nick Hancock. And, yeah, one of the ones I things I put in Room 101 was buttons. If you could see me now, I am sitting here... Sort of, with sort of clenching my fists and hugging myself because it's making me feel. It's making me feel. It's it's almost as bad as trying to imagine heading into a pothole (laughs) headfirst.
2: Which is another one of your dislikes, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah, now I've put two together. This is awful.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Potholing in a buttoned-up suit. Oh. Because <laughs> instead you like to be wide, wide open spaces, do in, in some kind of zip outfit, <laughs> like
3: some kind of freak. Yeah, well, not even zip. I prefer. I think I prefer. Um, what do you call it? Uh, what are those things where one's like all fuzzy, and the oh, other one's all velcro.
2: Velcro. Make <laughs> 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 kind of sound like some little cartoon characters. <laughs> well, oh, this
3: morning I watched my most favourite cartoon ever. What? Have you seen something called? Oh, it's called something like Adventureland or something. Adventureland. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I love but, it. No, too. It, Elliot's a big fan. It's really funny. I want,
3: I want, strangeness in space to be like that.
0: You could do some sort of mashup between the two, even.
3: Yeah, could just take off. It's very funny. It was very good and great cartoons, great animation.
0: Yeah, I mean this this strangeness in space sort of lends itself to that though naturally doesn't it too
3: absolutely i'd love again you know coming back to what you were asking earlier about the artwork part of the reason part of the reason of getting the artwork done was so that me and trev could have hair again but beyond <laughs> that it was also you know it's just great it's great to have cartoon versions of yourself
2: lee's done a nice version of um, lemon who's the comp- computer robot uh, uh, in this series um, and it, i'd love to see that Come to life, actually, yeah, that would be really good. Lemon stands for Linguistically Enhanced Mobile Operations Network, by the way. So, um, just explaining why. And,
3: and the weird thing is, in thinking that up, we first thought up what we needed him to be, and then accidentally at the end of it, we saw it worked out the word lemon. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. I've just remembered another thing on an 80s level that I think is a good game for people to play. Um, If you go to the the, the, uh, Kickstarter campaign and watch our film, we've got, firstly, the film starts off with, for for, uh, people who know their sci-fi, it's a kind of spoof of the opening of 2001. But once you actually get into our production meeting, we've put times in on the clock, and those times reference two iconic 80s films. Uh And I will... uh, I'll give you a clue. See how easy this one is. This is the last time when we realise what we're going to call the programme, that happens at, at basically at four minutes
0: past ten. Four minutes past ten? Yeah.
3: Okay. Does that ring any bells in any way with 80s films? Oh, my God.
0: Um, Tom, help, quickly.
1: The only 80s film that comes to mind of times is Back to the Future.
0: Oh. Right it? first time.
3: Oh,
1: is that, it like-
0: that's the time
3: that the clock stops, at and it's struck by lightning.
0: Ah, uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to have to watch this video again now. Then you're <laughs> watching on another level. Yeah, now. Well, I'm obviously going to have to watch I'll Back give to the you, Future. I'll give you a clue.
3: Okay. <laughs> all the other, the last time zone is Back to the Future, but all of the other time references in the the production meeting all relate to one particular film.
0: Oh, all right, okay, all right then. Okay. You're both still big fans of the '80s, then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm very grateful for the '80s, um, but yeah, we we, <laughs> we did have a, it was a good time in the '80s. But but uh, looking at the way it's become, it's like anything. It all um, it comes a bit about fancy dressified, doesn't it? With the '70s, everyone kind of it's suddenly all kind of Rubik's cubes and and fluorescent colours. Um, but, yeah, there was some good stuff in the 80s as well.
3: Maybe maybe it's my, my age that hasn't enabled me yet to distance it in the same way I can with the 60s or 70s. And the 90s feel like yesterday. The 80s still, I kind of get taken a bit by surprise because I do tend to think of it as being a modern time in my life. And then when you realise that, you know, we didn't even have, you know, mo- well, in the early 80s, I never had a mobile phone, say, and, you know, the fact that if I find a suit from the 80s now, it's got the most ridiculous padded shoulders. <laughs> you know, there's certain things about the 80s that are kind of quite bizarre. Um, I, don't, I mean, but I was more excited by the picture thing. I like films. And I was then thinking, was the 80s a good time for pictures? And the trouble is, each decade there's good and bad films, really. So it's a tricky one. But the 80s was particularly good for, um, if you like, the kind of more B-movie type of film.
1: Mm, that's our uh, that's our bread and butter on here for B movies. You're yeah,
3: right. yeah. No, well, I was just trying to think back of my favourite eighties films, and I was thinking of things like you know Robocop and and you know the first Batman, things like you know all sorts of stuff. Oh, and another one, Trev, Pee Wee's
0: Big Adventure.
2: Oh, is he Well, okay, that's my favourite film of the eighties. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dave, you Dave, you hate Pee Wee, don't you? I, I've, yeah, I will. Oh. I'm sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> I do. Well,
2: because he disgraced himself. Because. Of... <laughs> If anything,
1: that was a plus point for Dave. I think.
2: <laughs> oh
3: no! Did Arnold. you, did you about... even hate him in, in Batman Returns?
0: Oh no! Apart when he's Pee Wee Herman, I can't be doing with him. But in other <laughs> stuff, if in <laughs> I like, oh. I, oh, what is it? Mystery Men. He's good in Mystery Men.
3: Yes, yeah. Oh, and I'll tell you why he's good in. Um, and I don't know. I may be going into seventies now rather than eighties. I can't remember. But he plays a waiter in The Blues Brothers.
2: Oh, does he now? Yeah, oh, wow. he's also um, very he briefly in it, a Vampire Slayer as well. I think his arm gets pulled off. That's right. Yeah, so, uh, that's eighties, isn't it? Yes, that's when he's Paul Rubens. Yeah, What, you what probably... do you don't like about him? Does, does, does he give you the heebie-jeebies?
0: Yeah, I, he just <laughs> I don't know. he just he doesn't make me laugh, which I think is a bit of it's a weak point when you're watching comedy if he doesn't make you laugh. Yes, doesn't. that's true. Yeah,
2: but oh uh, yeah, okay, fair enough.
0: We should have you on more often, both of you on more often, though. you, It's it's quite clear you know more about the 80s than me and Tom do. <laughs> it's,
3: because, it's because we're old enough to be your parents.
0: Yeah, we lived it.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, I don't know, I am I am pretty close to you, that's for sure. <laughs> I got,
3: you, oh, you here's don't... the shocking thing about the 80s, when we was because we were young then, I remember me and Trev on tour going around the country, and we had some time to kill, and we went to the pictures... And we saw, I think it was Sudden Impact, one of the latter um Dirty Harry films, and we just roared with laughter because we watched Clint Eastwood, and he had this kind of vein pulsing in his head, and we just thought it was hilarious that someone so old was playing a policeman. And that was Clint Eastwood in the eighties. Kind of, he's kind of gone through a period of looking really old, and then somehow becoming young again. <laughs>
0: some good vain
2: acting going on in sudden <laughs> <laughs> and he was a bit twitchy as well he was, he was very aged of us but you know looking back on it now god he was very he was young he'd have been how old would he have been in the 80s about um, 50 maybe he was, about yeah, our
0: age. He was born in what was it, he was born in 1930 so
3: so he'd have been mid 50s when we saw him and we were laughing at how old he was <laughs>
2: But now Check people laugh out. at us. I saw something on, on, on I don't know whether it was on Facebook or what it was the other day, just saying, oh, it's a picture of Trev and Simon now. Look, a couple of old men. And you think, <laughs> "Oh, here yeah, <well>, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's why we're hiding behind Lee Sullivan's rather kind of flattering exactly.
0: cut. <laughs>
3: exactly. Someone the other day said to me, oh, you should be back on children's TV. And I just thought, like, as much as it's a nice thing for people to say, the idea of two blokes in their fifties presenting the life <laughs> kids TV show is just weird.
2: <laughs> it just doesn't happen now, anyway, does it? All the presenters are you know, only about sixteen. It would be very odd.
0: Oh yeah. Ooh. What was your favourite moment from back then? Then, what was your like, your favourite memory? If you could pick one, what would it be?
2: Oh, cool. from just uh, one memory from the eighties.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, say let's say, let's keep it on children's TV then.
3: Okay, well, I will say, just because I've been driven mad trying to contact him on Twitter, because I've been trying to get people to retweet Strangeness in Space, and the one I really want to get retweeted is Hulk Hogan, because I just have a very fond memory of him coming on Saturday morning TV, and whereas everything was really controlled, and people would only... Most people were very precious, and they had management with them, saying, you can do this, you can do that. And we were doing a sketch with Hulk Hogan, and in rehearsal, he just said... Hey Simon, how about if I pick you up off the ground and spin you around above my head? And we just went, <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. And he did that. So I'm a kind of, you know, I have fond memories of that. And I want Hulk Hogan to retweet Strangeness in Space.
2: Oh, that would be fantastic. See, my memory's got a bit confused because was it was it Hacks or Jim Duggan who had the plank? Was it him? Yes, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he came in and he, he smashed the place up as well, didn't he? I think it was him who smashed the set to bits, which was again, in a quiet little word, in his ear, we said. <laughs> <laughs> he, he smashed the set to bits and um and he did he really
3: well, one more one one more indiscreet one um sting was always really supportive he was kind of he always did sketches with us and he was really good fun and he came into the dry cleaners so we don't do duvets sketch and uh we kept calling him stink <laughs> uh, yeah. and he, got, he got really annoyed now there's two things about this one he got really annoyed, and I loved it that afterwards people <laughs> would think they would go, "Wow, Sting was really annoyed," you know, and they thought it was real. That was good. But the other thing was just uh, there was one of his team there with with him, and afterwards they came up to us rather discreetly and went, "That's really funny that you call him Sting because he does."
2: <laughs>
3: I shouldn't have said that, but it's a long time ago, and he doesn't anymore. <laughs>
2: It was funny that uh, we've told we sort of talked about this before, but when Paul Simon came on, it was very you know there was quite a bit of a, a buzz in the studio. Everyone was very excited because he had this international star in there, and um, and he <laughs> he wasn't he was very quiet, and uh, it was his birthday as well, and. Um, They brought in, uh, they got me, where's the singing corner? I think they got us dressed up in character. So will he bring a birthday cake in for Paul Simon? And there was all kids standing around him and everyone sang happy birthday. And there was one kid who was just whacking him on the head with a balloon. And he looked really (laughs) bad. And his manager said to us afterwards, he said, yeah, he's not had a great night. He's been up all night with diarrhea.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. And also, those who I should point out for people who aren't sure, because... When Trev says Paul Simon, he does mean uh, from Simon and Garfunkel, not Paul Simon from the uh, Beds and Curtains superstores, <laughs> which maybe may just London-based. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Did you never get that Paul Simon as a guest? Then you couldn't. You couldn't get it. No, out. damn it. <laughs>
3: Are people familiar with the Paul Simon
0: shops? No, I don't. Not in well, Wales. Not in Wales, where it, I am. Uh,
2: well, maybe it's the
0: South East thing then. Whereabouts in Wales are you? In North Wales, I'm about, ooh, 10 miles from Llangothwyn. Um, oh, right. excellent. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. And Tom, I mean, you're now it,
1: now I'm in I'm...
2: Norwich? Yeah, I'm in Norwich. Is there Paul Simon there?
1: No, maybe it's, we're all, well, Norwich is always <laughs> about a good 20 years behind the rest of the country, so. Do
2: you have any kind of curtain or blind? <laughs>
1: um i just think family businesses by <laughs> the look of it i don't look you, too hard
2: but uh but well, that's good I, i'm all for that i don't i don't particularly like all these out-of-town shopping centers with the you know the same places but there you go that's good
3: Tom, you're in so tom you're in norwich david you're in north wales yes you couldn't have picked two harder to reach places between yourself you must never <laughs> it's not like there's I, I don't know there's no motorway is there
0: there's nothing. In fact, uh, in a couple of months, it's the podcast's third birthday, and Tom's coming up here. But it, right. t- it takes him about about three trains and about four yeah, hours I to am. get up here. I have
1: to, to, I have to go to London, then I have to go to Crow from London, and then Dave does yeah. the rest of the journey with me. So. yeah, a long way.
3: Well, well done, well done, making the effort. <laughs> Thank
2: you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you thanking him? I'm one that makes the effort. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe in three years time, we can all meet up and celebrate this this uh, interview, and we could meet in the car park outside Paul Simon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'll have I'll have the signed photo pinned to me, so you know who I am.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Don't forget though, if you're washing the t-shirts, to unpin the photograph
0: first. <laughs> That's <laughs> Tom can wear the cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, listen, guys! It's been amazing um, having you on the show. You'll have to come back on once it's funded and give us a bit of a quick update on it all as well. we Would love to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we'll do? Obviously, we'll keep promoting this. And Tom, we've got to get on the case now. We've got to get Hulk Hogan doing this retweet for them. Yeah, I've yeah. got it. If you on can, it. I'll tell
3: you these are my these are my top priorities. On, if now. you can get Hulk Hogan, William Shatner, and George Takei, they're the three. They're the big three.
1: Yeah, Hogan's on very active on Twitter, so. It's timing, isn't it? It's all about the timing yes. when you see them yeah. floating about.
2: I'm yeah. making to try and get Dan Aykroyd to do it, so I'm going to sort of keep making. I have to be careful though because I don't want to sound like an alcoholic, but I'm going to keep on.
0: <laughs> <coughs> what well, we talk... Oh, the last time Tom came up here, we have got him a picture of him dressed up as Hulk Hogan. So maybe we could use that as some sort of bait to get Hulk Hogan to do a retweet oh, excellent. With, with a Kickstarter yeah. tagged into it. Yeah, good plan.
3: Actually, that's a good idea, because when I look at his feed, all the ones he retweets are all people who are kind of dressed like him or doing something connected to him. So that that's a very good... That's
0: that's almost worthy of the plot of Troy. <laughs> Maybe we could uh, put into a future episode of Strangeness in Space. Hulk Hogan. Indeed, he'd yeah. be welcome. Yeah, or if not, Tom dressed as Hulk Hogan, if not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, okay, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd
2: have said it's the car park outside Paul Simon, you'd have sold it to me. But
0: not... <laughs> <laughs> Oh... Well, it's, it's been brilliant. Um, again, we'll, we'll do everything we can to help p- to uh, promote this. I'm going to pick my pledge, and I'll let you know which one I've picked.
2: Oh, as well. thank you. That's very good of you. Cheers, yeah. Cheers, well, yeah. Thank yeah.
0: you. Yeah. yeah, and definitely come back on once it's all funded and you've recorded. And, yeah, be- before the first one comes out, we'll have a bit of an update from you. Okay. okay. That'll be brilliant. All right, thank you, guys. Is there anything else you want to tell the listeners before you go? <laughs> no. just to put you on the spot right there <laughs> um,
3: yes, no. uh, thank please. you for listening yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and please George go, go films.
2: contribute uh, anything.
0: yes yes pledge money pledge money let's get this up and running the more episodes the better
2: yeah, be great. yeah there's, there's, you've got a while to do it but don't leave it to the end because there's still some perks there to be had so get in there and, and pledge now if you would like to that would be most appreciated
0: oh yeah definitely definitely Right, well, thank you very much, guys. We'll go and we'll, we'll get this together. Let's get it up online as quick as we can and give people more time to pledge the money and uh, get these targets hit.
2: Great. I'm going to open a bottle of Old Miner now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. I hope you enjoy it. All right. Yeah. Bye. See you guys. Bye bye. Bye.